Hello, everyone. Glad you could join us on the Real People, Real God podcast. We'll spend the next little while getting to know God a little bit better by getting into the Bible and hearing what He has to say to us and through us. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I am Pastor Tim Howard, and uh, I have Pastor Chris Shepherdson with me. Say hi, Chris. Hi there. And uh, we have our third pastor with us, and uh, she is also um, somebody we are going to interview and talk to you, uh, talk with you today about. And that is Pastor Dar- Pastor Darla Lee. She is the uh, one of the assistant pastors at our at our church, and uh, she is also the founder of a ministry. And we want to talk all about that. Um, we want to make you aware of that ministry and what God's doing. But also, um, uh, along the way, we'll talk about how uh, Darla heard and answered God's call and uh, just what he's doing with that now. So, um, uh, and, and sit back and enjoy this podcast. This is a, you know just a, exciting to hear all the different things that God is doing. So, um we're going to uh, uh, introduce her to you, and um, we'll get going. So good morning, Pastor Darla. Good morning, and thank you for having me here. Yeah, so we're so happy to hear and uh, what God is doing, and I know our listeners are as well. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with our questions. All right, so Darla, what is Mom's Ministry, and what, is, what, is, what, do you, what does it do? Well, Mom's Ministry is a nonprofit um, network, we like to call it a network, that whose purpose is to network with other community um, ministries, community government agencies that are already serving the community to help people who are in need, whether it be food or needs money for bills or clothing or something else to try to connect them with those things that are in need. But the difference between us and say the government 211 agency that does the same thing that there is that we try to connect with them on a personal level. Mm. So when they call us or come to us, we, we talk to them. We say, you know, we'll find out who their, their name, first of all, <laughs> and, um, and just what's their story. How did they get to where they are? Yeah. And, um, try to offer them some spiritual guidance. That's the one thing that we have to offer that agencies don't have to offer. Yeah, and sometimes those agencies can be very distant. Right, yeah. right, because they deal with hundreds of people a day sometimes. Yeah. So um, the idea here is that, you know, we just, when people come, they say, what do we need? And I say, all you need is your smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ask them for their name. We ask them what zip code they live in. We ask them how many adults and how many children in their family, just so we get an idea of how many people that we're impacting. Um, But, you know, the thing is, is trying to, um, we do encourage them to come back again when they need something. And um, it's a, uh, we just want to offer them hope and help them overcome the situation that they're in. And I learned early on that, I can't fix their problems Yeah, <laughs> as bad yeah. as I want to. I can't fix their problem, but I can walk beside them. I can be beside them and offer them encouragement, pray for them and know that God has resources that I don't have Yeah, that he can or, and probably already has set in motion. Um, and so, he uses you too. As right. You, as you're meeting with these people and talking. Exactly. With them. I think some of the most meaningful connections I've had um, recently there was a woman who called me 
on a day when naturally I was like busy, rushed, and was having a bad day on my own. And I don't always take every call that comes because I use my personal number. So I don't always take every call. I kind of scream through them. But I took this call and I was actually had just parked my car to get something to drink. And um, she said, um, she was asking me about help and she was um, in a domestic abuse situation. She was living in a hotel. And um, I asked her, I said, well, how did you get my number? And she said, she said, somehow I got your card and my three-year-old just brought it to me. And she said, as soon as I touched wow. your card, I knew I needed to call you. Wow. And so that on the phone that day, I talked with her for probably 30, 45 minutes. And by the time it was over, I was able to lead her to Christ. And she, you know, prayed a prayer and, and I didn't even give her any money. I didn't give her any food. I didn't give her anything but conversation. You gave her the most important I gave her, thing. Exactly. And so that, to me, those are the days when um, I call them uh, a bone. <laughs> so I'll say, God, just send me a bone. Just throw me a bone today. Let me know things are going in the right direction. Hmm. And when when I get those moments, that's yeah. like it's like getting a treat, yep. you know, from God saying, "Keep up the good work. You're doing you're doing what you're supposed to do, even if it doesn't look like it from the outside." Yeah, uh, people looking in. Um, it's our ministry is not like, um, probably a lot of food ministries. It's not designed to necessarily become an empire or to be big. Mm -hmm. It is, um, was created mobile and continues to be mobile. Um, we do have a stationary location now, which is nice. Um, and the tendency that I have to keep fighting is to stockpile because really <laughs> if I'm stockpiling, it's not going out. It's not getting to the so, people. So the best thing I can see is an empty shelf, you know, yeah. knowing that God's going to fill it. Yeah. And um, that has truly been um, one of the cool stories. And that's a walk of faith, too, knowing it that he's going to continue to fill. It is. Um, I, there's tons of stories about that. I don't know what other questions you might have, so I might save them. That's we'll okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Well, I was just going to ask, the, the what is your role? Uh, in the ministry, my role in the ministry um, is to keep Referee. running. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, I'm um, what am I? Business manager. I'm publicist. I am <laughs> <laughs> many hats. Many many hats. Uh, I recruit people. Um, I pick up food. I deliver. I um, help with distribution. Um, and just as the years have gone on, because it's been about six years now. Um, it's changed. You know, I went from doing everything to doing some of the parts and not some of the yeah. parts I can dole out now. And, and you have more opportunity to be a pastor. I do have it? more opportunity to be a pastor. And yeah. it's nice when I have people who come and, and visit. In fact, uh, somebody just texted me the other day or called me and she said, she said, I need people to come and pray with people. She said, I can't do the ministry and pray with people. And, um, and I was like, I know exactly where you are because yeah. when I'm the only one, I have to make sure people get stuff and I have mm -hmm. to help with the logistics and I can't focus on the spiritual. So when you have volunteers, they can handle the logistics and yeah. I can focus on the spiritual and, um, kind of early on in the ministry, we had a volunteer that was so good at connecting with people and the best part about it is that she would, it's basically like she would screen the people who were coming in. And if somebody needed prayer and it was out of her league, she'd bring them to me. Nice. Mm -hmm. And so I just got to pray for them. And I was like, 
when she stopped coming because she had some family issues, I noticed that went down a lot. Like I was not praying for people near as much yeah. as I was before. And I was like, man, I missed that part. Mm-hmm. So the, the human connection is, is super important. So Doyle, how did mom's ministry even get started? What was like, God, what was the call? God, like, how did he call you into yeah. that? Yeah. Well, it was, uh, it started, uh, at a, um, community revival. I don't know if you guys remember it or not. The one right. that we had at the tent revival outside yes. that yes. the River's Edge Church started. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. There was a woman there who did a, a bread ministry and she said that she was not doing it anymore and that she had uh, two bags of bagels and donuts if anybody wanted them. And I just felt God tugging my heart to say, take them. So I took them. It was a mess. <laughs> I mean, they were literally all thrown into one big bag. So they were messy and nasty and bagels, donuts. It didn't matter what was on them. So I took them home, separated them out, put them in individual baggies and um, had about, I think I had 67 bags or something like that. And um, I went back to, that was on a Thursday. So on Friday night, I went back to the revival. And I remember, Tim, I don't know if you remember, I went up for prayer and I said, I'm going to go out tonight at 10 o'clock and give these bagels and donuts out. Will you pray for me? (laughs) 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 And so people thought I was crazy. It happened to be kind of rainy that night. It was 10 o'clock at night, late, late night. And we went to um, the corner of King Street and Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Was it by that 7-Eleven? By the 7-Eleven. And, um, but you know what? There were three other female pastors who went with me that night. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of spiritual warfare. We started out, ironically, in the parking lot at, at Family Dollar, where we are now. That's where we started praying. But because it was raining and because it was 10 o'clock and the stores were closed, we didn't think there'd be anybody coming yeah. by. So we did a lot of praying there. And um, a lot of spiritual warfare happened that night. And then I said, well, let's go down to Seven Eleven. So we all got into one vehicle, went to Seven Eleven, And as soon as we got there, you know, I remember there was a father and a daughter who were walking away and I jumped out of the car before she even had turned it <laughs> off. I said, hey, you want some free bagels and donuts? And they turned around and they came back. And the three of us sat and handed out bagels and donuts and prayed for people for uh, almost two hours. And it was nonstop. And it, that's how it was birthed that night. Now, after that, it changed a lot because I didn't have access to the same um, resource that, sh- that this other woman did. But um, God did give us the resource through uh, some churches, uh, helping hands, uh, gave us some of their days that they pick up food at the food line in the wise market. And, um, eventually we ended up with four days of food wow. and it became, uh, hard to find a place to take it cause I wasn't <laughs> set up for that. Um, but if, eventually it, it was, um, evident that, that again, not to hoard, not to keep it all to myself, but try to and get other people involved. And yeah. I found another ministry. They took a day. I had a helper. We spread it out. We we literally would drive the streets sometimes and just see people who were homeless that we could tell were homeless. And we would just um, stop and ask them if they wanted something. I guess it looked like we were probably doing something illegal because we had the trunk open and <laughs> talking to people and <laughs> handing stuff out. But, you know, really it was just cake and bread and <laughs> um hey officer would you like some bread yeah exactly <laughs> we get some donuts right um but but we prayed with some people and and they were super meaningful contacts and i feel like um made a lasting impression on people 
That's awesome. Um, some, some people it's come a long way. Yeah, it has come a long way. And um, I think the most uh, impactful thing that I have seen in the ministry is when people that we helped with food um, are now helping us give it out. And That's I've, awesome. I have a picture um, in the brochure. I think it's in one of these brochures. Maybe it's not. But I have a picture of one of the developments that we went to when we had the big truck. And another resident was there with us. And and this guy who I guess had just moved there came in. And he was having some issues. And we were talking. And she prayed for him. We didn't pray for him. Mm. She did. Wow. So the neighbor prayed for a neighbor. And I thought, this is what it's really yes. about. Yes. Yeah, this was yeah. so, it gives me goosebumps still today to even talk about it. But I was like, wow, what an impact this has made and yep. a difference it's made in her life that yep. she's actually praying for somebody else. And That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's that, was right. the, that is the one thing I miss about the developments is, is the meeting the neighbors and them talking about how they're helping each other. Yeah. I need to tell you about a really cool podcast. Baby Steps into the Prophetic is a great podcast that explores just what God is into in this season. Join host Suzanne Burns as she shares God's word and her heart for serving others. You can find the podcast by Googling Baby Steps into the Prophetic, and you will find it on the Anchor Podcast. Why don't you check it out? Yeah, so the so the ministry takes, you know, you and, and or volunteers uh, take food to... Um, to the center of town yes. in Martinsburg, West Virginia. And uh, uh, at one time, we talked about the 7-Eleven. That was uh, considered the uh, Midtown 7-Eleven and happens to be one of the hottest spots for various crimes <laughs> in <laughs> the city. the police substation. <laughs> yeah, the police substation. <laughs> um, and uh, so there you had to move from there and go to a few blocks down the road, which still, um, you know, you get all kinds. So yeah. I know the few times that I've been out there uh, helping, you know, there's been, you know, there's been drug deals. There's been people strung out on different things and um, a lot of need, a lot of yeah. uh, spiritual warfare, oh, yeah. a lot, mm -hmm. just a lot of things, uh, you know, going on in the inner city. And then also, too, you have a, a rural um, uh, location that you hand out food right. as well, which is a whole, is a completely different group of people yep. than, than you have on the streets of Martinsburg. So, you know, it, it it's very diverse. And, and one of the things that I, that I see, and this has kind of been a basis for the ministry too, is the volunteers, you know, there's volunteers from all over, from right. different churches, uh, unchurched, uh, unsaved, whatever, mm -hmm. just willing to offer. And mm -hmm. so that is also an opportunity to disciple and to minister and to pray for people. And you have some volunteers that have kind of stuck with you the whole time and some right. that have not, but there's always seems to be new coming and every now and then a new one will pop up and each one has talents and gifts, but also resources right. to, to help. And, you know, so it's just a phenomenal uh, ministry. Very much God directed. You can yes. tell. Yes. Yeah. Very God directed. You. Yes. That is important because, you know, as you were saying that I was thinking about, um, really every prayer that I've, I've ever prayed for this ministry, God has answered. And, um, I it's not always immediate, but when I look back on it, I think, wow, he answered exactly what I prayed for. You mm -hmm. know, it took a while, but it yeah. still happened. And, um, 
And the best part is, of course, when our faith grows, we are more likely to share it with somebody else and help grow their faith. Yeah. So recently, um, I had an example of that. I had a volunteer who is phenomenal at um, organizing like the food pantry and getting it set up and um, and and she would see <clears throat> that the food that would come in would be um, different amounts, um, kind of all one thing or or our shelves would be empty and we would have a distribution coming up and um, and we didn't really I mean going and shopping wasn't never an option for us because we didn't really have an income for it. Um, and so I just said, well, don't worry about it. God's going to provide whatever we need. And before the distribution would start, donations would come piling in and we would uh. have more than enough every single week. And finally, I heard her one day tell somebody else, she said, don't worry about it. Darla's right. God takes care of it. It just comes. It just shows up. <laughs> yeah. So it's building her faith. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And yeah, so the, you know, the, the ripple effect of what, what God does, you know, this, that, that whole pebble in the water thing. Um, and that's what I feel like I am really just a pebble. You know, I'm just a small one person thing, but I'm, you know, I do what God says. I try to be obedient and he takes care of the rest of that. And, um, it's the relationships that have been built and the people that have been ministered to from not just us and the, and the needy people, but the people in the grocery stores, I try to build relationships with them. For the people you're picking it up from? Yes, the people who who are bringing the food out to the car, the people that we talk to on the phone every week saying, you know, do you have food today? You know, what time should I come? And that kind of thing. So, you know, some of them have been pretty uh, uh, (laughs) hard-hearted. But um, I've actually have, I'm friends with a lot of them on Facebook and um, have done funerals for one of them um, when their son overdosed and, you know, just being able to be there with them through their crisis, yep. um, it, it has made an impact. And it's not just picking up food and saying, thanks, see you later. It's, you know, trying Another to contact. make a, a positive impact in yeah. their life, too. Well, let me let me ask you this as we uh, wind this down. Um, so what would be your advice to somebody that's feeling that tug Um you know, that God wants them to do something. Um, and they have an idea, but they might be a little reluctant or skeptical or whatever. Um, what, what is your advice to them and, and how, what they should do and how they should respond to that? I would say if God is putting a, a burden or a, a tug on your heart, um, to address something, an issue or, or, or a certain people group or something like that is to just test it out. Just mm. go for it. I mean, that's what that whole trash bag of bagels and donuts was. It was the test. Was the test. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen when I did that. And uh, it, it's uh, so give it a, just give it a try and, and see what it is. And you know, God will always um, confirm to you what it is he wants you to do. Um, you'll hear about it in music or in scripture or somebody will say something to you or you'll you'll just you'll get confirmation oh, about yeah. it um, and and just be open to to it being different than what you might visualize it to be. I always tell people to hold everything with open hands. And don't get upset when something good goes away 
because that makes room for something better <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. or just something different even. Um, and my best advice would probably be don't um, think like the world thinks. Don't think that, oh, I'm going to start small and get big. Um, building an empire or building, uh, be, becoming successful in the world's eyes is not the same as being successful in God's eyes. Yeah, yeah. very true. Um, yeah. The the most successful thing you can do in God's eyes is just follow his lead and be obedient. Mm-hmm. And it might look different. It might not ever get big. It might grow big and, you know, and that's great. But also look at the skill set that God has given you and focus on that part too. For me, mm-hmm. it's people, you know, I tell that people all, all the time, like I'm not the business person, I'm the people person. <laughs> so, you know, mm-hmm. I, that's what I told the group of ministers the other day. I said, I know I can't handle all this other stuff. So I try to ask God for people to, yep. you know, to do those things and, and know what your limitations are and be okay with that. Just mm-hmm. know that if you do have to do it, um, God will provide for you a way to do it. <laughs> he'll either yeah. give you the knowledge that you need or the skill set to do it, or he'll provide somebody else to yeah. do it, just like he gave no, uh, Moses uh, Aaron. And, um, and you know, uh, a, a story about that, too, is that don't, don't discredit somebody who is a helper because Aaron and his whole, li- whole family became the priest yeah. <laughs> that yeah, allowed yeah. people to be forgiven of their sins mm-hmm. in the old Testament. Yeah. So he became a huge, huge player in our, in, in their existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, you know, this call or any call that we answer is, it's always going to require uh, us to walk by faith. Yes. It, it's going to, you talked about, you know, the last minute, the resources showing up right. and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that is so true in any call, you know, the, one of the first things you think of is how incompetent you are to yes, do that right? call, exactly. but God knows what he's doing and he, he knows does. who he's called. And, and, uh, so he wants us to trust him in faith and he'll meet the need. And, and like with this ministry he always has. So, um, this is an awesome ministry, just reaching all kinds of people for the kingdom of God. And uh, so how can how can people donate to the ministry? How can they contact the ministry? How can they see what's going on? What are some of those connections? Okay. Our best connection that we have right now for you to get a lot of information is our Facebook page. It's just uh, Mercy to Others Ministry. Um, and um, you can also contact us through um, through that. Um, we actually have a business uh, app that we use, especially if you need help or you want to schedule an appointment. If you message us through the Facebook page, it comes straight to our app. We can set the appointment and it works with all of our volunteers who are hooked up with that. Um, the other one is our email address. You can contact us through that, which is um, momsministrywv at gmail.com mom's ministry wv at gmail.com um and our phone number uh which i'll give it it's out there on everything even on the side of my truck so it's (laughs) 304-433-1370 and you know that it's important to have lots of different ways to connect with people um i have a lot of homeless people who are in hotels and that kind of thing who call and make appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, almost everybody who's hooked up through uh, so- social services has probably either a free phone or something that they can mm-hmm. get in free internet. So um, that has um, been the main way that people get a hold of us. But if you're wanting to donate, um, 
we um currently the best way to do that is to write us a check um you can call me we can set up something we can figure something out um and uh we're in the process of getting that whole financial giving part set up so we have a bank account now and we'll we'll get that figured out but and uh, you just recently got your 501c3 we just recently got our yeah. 501c3 so yes we're we're just now embarking in that new area that i feel so incompetent in <laughs> <laughs> So I'm excited to see what God's going to do because I know I can't do it. And, um, but you know, it's like, uh, I, I tell that I laugh about this a lot and I use this, uh, image a lot. Um, the, from the movie field of dreams, if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just, if I just keep moving one foot in front of the other and doing what God says yeah. to do, it'll just appear or something yeah. will happen. Something he will create it. It will be there. He'll give me what I need to do to do it. So, yeah, that's what that's I right. just try to do. If I can't, you know, you can't steer a ship that's not moving. So I'm going to try true. to keep moving. Right. That's right. Well, it's an awesome ministry and you're doing an awesome job with it. And, yep. uh, you know, we'll Thanks. certainly keep it in prayer and, and, uh, hopefully some people will reach out and, and, uh, talk a little bit with you about it and that kind of thing. So, um, anyway, this is, uh, pastor Darla Lee and, uh, just a tremendous ministry. Some mercy to others ministry, the mom ministry, uh, there, I know at one time, some people on the streets were calling her mom. Um, <laughs> they thought I was trying to free mom from jail. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oh, that's funny. uh yeah. so anyway um we've enjoyed the interview with you some very yes. interesting and enlightening things and details about it and uh, so if anybody has any comments you can always uh email us here at the podcast at info at valleyviewchapel.net and uh, we'd love to hear your your feedback and uh, your comments and uh, uh we thank you for joining us on this episode and until the next time god bless We're so glad you could join us for this episode of the Real People, Real God podcast. You can support this podcast by visiting www.valleyviewchapel.net and click on the donate button. Music was by Kevin McLeod, and my name is Tim Howard. Until next time, may the Spirit of God continue to teach you His ways.